Hi, welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki, and if you've been here before, welcome back. <laughs> and if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we will explore the experiences of everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that guy that just messaged me on Twitter that told me something very kinky about hypnotism. I could be reading from that lady who just licked her first clit. (laughs) I could be reading from somebody you know that has a very kinky fantasy about you. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, questions, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the confessions tab. You can also say hello or send them on Twitter or Instagram at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y 162. And remember, by submitting a story or question, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired and you're releasing all rights to your creation. Don't forget, voting is still open till July 31st. Go vote for me at the ASN Lifestyle Magazine Awards. You can vote every 24 hours, that's once a day, for Best Lifestyle Podcast and Best Adult Industry Podcast. My tickets are bought, and I'm going to be there. The question is, will I see you in Orlando? Need a little more Nikki in your life? Go to patron.com forward slash in bed with Nikki. Remember, you're not going to find me in the search. You actually have to type that in. They hate me. $5 a month will give you an extra show plus something special every now and then. Also coming this week, I'm starting a new tier. Live shows with me. Have a question you'd like to ask me live? Maybe present a fantasy you'd like to tell everyone else in an anonymous way. So keep an eye out for that. New merchandise dropping soon over at fullswapshop.com. I swear he did this just because he knows it's a tongue twister for me. Check it out. Summer gear. Are you ready? I know I am. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back. Relax. Let's have some Woodford. With some filthy cherries, of course and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, as a 22-year-old male virgin in an active sexual imagination fueled by tons of romance fiction I've read, one of my most common fantasies is actually a pretty simple one, losing my virginity. In this fantasy, I picture it happening with a girlfriend I've been dating for some time, a few weeks, maybe a few months. It would be a casual night, one which we're sitting close together and watching TV. Things start to heat up when she plants warm kisses on my throat that leads up to my jaw and then my mouth. Before long, I'm straddling her on the couch, our tongues in each each other's mouths. 
our hands restlessly wandering over our necks and arms and hips. We've done this before, but something about tonight is pushing me to take it further. I ask her where she wants me to touch her. She wordlessly unbuttons her blouse, parting it, and my breath hitches at the sight of her gorgeous breasts. She takes my hand and guides it to one of them. Her back arches as I brush my fingers over the swell, moving my thumb in languid circles around her nipple. I tip my head to suck on the rose pink peak, drawing a strangled gasp out of her. Then she lets out a cry when I give her a soft bite. As I move my lips over to her other breast, I manage to ask her what else she wants. She pulls my hand between her thighs, and she responds so quickly, lifting her hips against my hand, rocking against me. I can feel the heat soaking through the fabric of her jeans as we rub together with equal ferocity. I could explore right now, but I regain enough control to ask if I can go down on her, which she eagerly accepts. I scoot off the couch and kneel between her legs. She lifts her butt off the seat so I can do her jeans and take them off. I spend a few moments kissing her inner thighs and the back of her knees before removing her panties. I pause to admire her throbbing wet pussy, then lean forward and peck it with feather light kisses. Her whole body jerks and I give her a second to breathe before I dive in to sweep my tongue deep between her labia, swirl it around her pulsating clit, wrap my mouth over her knob of nerves and suck on it hard. She's quivering, digging her fingers into my hair, keeping me firmly in place. Then I slip a finger inside her, followed by a second, and pump them in and out while continuing to feast on her sweet clit. When she shatters, my name flies out of her mouth and hoarse scream as she writhers in ecstasy. Once she comes down from her release, I ease my fingers out of her and lick the juices off of them, flashing her wicked grin. Her voice is husky and rich as she asks me if she wants to take this to the bedroom. I respond with a passionate kiss on her full mouth and whispered, yes. In the bedroom, we shed the rest of our clothes and navigate each other's bodies with wet kisses, nips, and squeezes. After retrieving a condom from my wallet and handing it over to her, I lie on my back and watch her tear off the wrapper, my hard cock twitching as she deftly rolls it the sleeve along its length. Then she plants her hands on my shoulders and her knees on either side of my hips, hovering over me asking, are you sure you want this? As soon as I moan, oh yes, she lowers herself onto me, swallowing me inside her. It's incredible to feel all of this for the first time as she rides me, her muscles squeezing tight around me. I tell her how beautiful she is, caressing her clit between the thumb and finger of one hand and using my other to cup her breast and rub the turgid point. Our panting and groaning quickens until she orgasms, shattering and shouting. I and I tumble over that same edge right after her. We stay still in bed for a few minutes to collect ourselves. Then I ask if she wants more. She answers with a greedy kiss and a tug of my bottom lip. With that, I just want to say thank you for doing your podcast. After discovering it recently, I very much enjoyed listening to you read with such a wide range of encounters and fantasies. Keep up the great work. Sincerely, Arthur. Well, hello, Arthur. How are we today? Thank you so much for the kind compliment. Um, really made my day, that's for sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, how did we lose our virginity? 
I know mine was lots of fumbling and thank goodness I've had some wonderful sexual, sensual experiences in between. Otherwise, I think I would be the cussing, drinking nun. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. So if you could dream up, write your perfect losing virginity story scenario, what would it be? Would it be close to this? For those of us that have already lost our virginity, would it be a little kinkier with the knowledge that we have? Or would you want it to be sensual and erotic and very simple as this, as touching and learning the body again? Or would you like me? We want to be interested in someone teaching you about Shabari a lot sooner than what I learned. I I like both points. I like the thought of having the knowledge that I have now about Shabari and dominant and submission and other kinks. But I also appreciate the simplicity um, or as the ground, I would call it the groundwork as he pointed out here. This is great groundwork of more. What can be built upon? What, oh, touch me here. What feels good? What doesn't feel good? And I really like that. But Arthur, I hope when you lose your virginity, it's as wonderful as this is. And from someone that went through losing her virginity and having sex and realizing that normal sex wasn't me. Your first time may not be this great. And for me, for you, I really hope it is. I hope it's the best experience or one of them in life that you'll ever have. And you'll remember fondly back. I don't remember mine. So maybe mine was bad. Um, I just, I know that mine just didn't, you know, I don't remember it. So I'm going to say it was, eh, because I think if it was bad, I'd remember it. So I'm going to just say it was like, uh, okay, I had sex. Yay. <laughs> I'm on team virginized. <laughs> so again, if you could rewrite or write your perfect de-virginizing story fantasy, what would it be? I'd really like to know. Dear Nikki, so a few years ago, I got deeply into kink of orgasm denial. Before this, I had done my fair share of denial and edging, but this was the first time that I made a long-term commitment. By long-term commitment, I mean over a year. It started as the most things do for me with an innocent chat online about the subject, which then piqued my curiosity and led me inexorably down a rabbit hole. I challenged myself to edge 100 times before I could have an orgasm. But after a few long sessions, I reached my goal in just a week. So I changed my goal to 500. And when I found myself in reach of that, I put it up for a vote on Twitter to see if I should orgasm when I reached my goal or try and hold out even longer to make it six months without an orgasm. Of course, they voted for me to reach six months. I then decided when I would reach that, I figured I might as well orgasm free 2017. That's a very short version of how I started my first journey of long-term denial. At that point, I had been self-imposed denial for over a year. I decided against coming as soon as 2017 was over and had started experimenting with an idea. Now, I'm a physicist, so while I don't have a strong background in biology, I'm always trying to figure out how everything around me works and coming up with all sorts of theories. The theory here was women that don't actually have a biological need to orgasm the way men do. 
And so with proper mental discipline, a woman could hold back an orgasm in any situation with any amount or type of stimulation if so desired. As a tangent of this idea, I wondered if it was possible to disassociate orgasms from a physical reaction. What I mean is, can a woman have an orgasm and feel it in her mind with potentially no outward physical reaction? And conversely, can her body experience all the physical reactions of an orgasm, but yet not actually feel it in her mind? This probably isn't a new idea or concept. I know a little about Tantra, and I've seen and heard of women that can orgasm from a command word, but I really wanted to experience it myself and see what it was all about. So as part of my wife's birthday present, I submitted to her and was her obedient little play toy. We do a lot of BDSM play, so that part is actually pretty common for us. There was lots of light teasing throughout the day, both mental and physical. She would grope my ass at nearly any opportunity or pitch my nipples and pull them towards her as we carried on a normal conversation. I have rather small breasts and I love bras, so my erect nipples were almost always a prominent display for her. And at one point while I was getting lunch set for myself, she snuck up behind me and pinned me against the counter, forcefully pulled my pants and panties around my ankles, and forcefully finger fucked me as I tried to remain silent. Just as I was getting close to an edge, she quickly pulled out of me and walked away, telling me to stop being such a slut all the time and to cover up. The degradation and the force of her assault left me gasping for breath as my wetness trickled down my slick thighs. The teasing continued through the day, but we had to keep it to a minimum once we were not the only ones in the home for the day. At night, when we had the house to ourselves, the real fun began. First, I was brought close to the edge with a lot of penetration play and even squirted a few times without edging. Then when I was a subby, drippy, sloppy mess, she put the Hitachi and my crotch rope and turned it on. We have a dialed control box which allows for more control than just high or low. She tormented me. I had to yell out, I'm a dirty little denial slut every time I was at the edge. She'd sometimes back me off immediately and other times leave me hanging for what felt like for forever, but was actually less than a minute each time. When I became too weak-legged to stand, I was tied to a Sibian. This, I knew, would be the real test. I was blindfolded to add to my focus on the aching pussy, plugged to feel even fuller, and to let the vibrations also penetrate into my ass. I had no real hope of not coming now. I doubted I'd be able to resist even five minutes because I knew I'd be getting no mercy now. The vibrations and rotations started slow and kept building. While the Sibian speed built at an agonizing slow pace, I was caned, flogged, and nipple clamps were added. When she pressed her spiked heel against my aching bladder, I nearly lost control of the edge I was just starting on, but I remembered how hard I had fought to remain orgasm-free for over a year, and I wasn't going to give in. That I was a woman, that I was in control of herself, and I could hold her orgasms back forever if that's what she wanted. I don't recall exactly what I said, but I said something like that out loud, which just prompted Miss L to ramp up the Sibian up all the way and drop the controller on the floor. My heart dropped right along with it. I tried to relax and just let the feelings flow over and past me, but I could feel myself slipping over the edge. Now here's the thing. This next part is my recollection along with Miss L telling me what I was doing because I really don't remember parts of this. 
or I do, but I remember it quite differently than what she told me happened. As I was about to fall over the edge and orgasm, I clenched my whole body hard in the last ditch effort not to come. I grunted and yelled in a very deep voice, no, with my no eventually falling away to a guttural grunting and incoherent gibberish. I think everything I was thinking in my head was actually trying to say, but my mind was so overwhelmed it was just coming out as gibberish. At this point, Miss L thought I'd given in because I was convulsing violently and yelling and just generally looking exactly like I do and I'm having a huge orgasm. But here's the thing. I didn't feel like I had an orgasm here. I felt like I was riding the edge. It would come and go. And as I kept resisting it, like it was outside world starting to fall away. At one point, I remember thinking that Miss L had put the earmuffs on me because I couldn't hear much anymore. She hadn't done anything of the sort. So I just kept blocking everything out or I was just losing the ability to hear for a moment. I really don't know. And I kept hearing a distant talking and some muffled yells, and I just assumed it was Miss L talking to me. But she later told me she wasn't talking to me really, and I think it was my own voice I was hearing, but I didn't recognize. Miss L kept me bound and writhing, and apparently orgasming on the Sibian for about 15 minutes, at which point I was a quivering, drooling, mumbling mess, and she turned it off. I think at this point is when I was feeling everything melt away and felt very numb, like I wasn't really processing anything from my body. It was all very dreamlike and ethereal, but I was awake. Miss L unbound me and wrapped me in our comfy aftercare blanket and started stroking my skin and hair, kissing me gently to bring me back around. I started to become more aware of my surroundings and especially of my pussy and clit, which felt swollen to a ridiculous level. It was very red and puffy, but nothing too crazy. But to me, it felt like my clit was the size of a pulsating softball. So that was the first part of the question. Did I have an orgasm? Because I didn't think I had one, but Miss L certainly thought I did. And I must admit from her description, I think I did, but I didn't feel it in my mind. And like a tree falling in the woods, does an orgasm actually happen if you don't feel it? But that's just part one. Part two is while I'm laying there curled up and having my hair stroked by Miss L, I started to feel my body getting hotter and hotter all over and tingles shooting up and down my spine with each stroke of my hair. It felt, no lie, like my hair and cheeks on my face were suddenly hardwired to my clit and it just kept building and building and then I couldn't stop it. I orgasmed hard. It was a huge and all-consuming and not the usual orgasm you get from genital stimulation. This was one of those full body from your toes to your hair kind of orgasms that just leaves you totally spent after. But now I wonder, was it an orgasm physically or just in my mind? All I'm left with is questions, but I counted what happened as orgasms. The denial clock started over for me on June 15th, 2018. And I started another crazy denial journey, which is continuing to this day. Julie. Well, hello, Julie. Uh, first of all, um, I'm impressed, but there's no way I could do what you do. Because after three days, I almost become a raving bitch because I need to come. 
um, even though I do physical exercise and get out and swim and, and, you know, do other things, the, the fact of not having my body release, forget it. There's no way I can make it past three days. I think the most I've made is seven. And I, I know it because, you know, um, I've commented on times that my, my molars hurt when my, and I don't mean like painful, like I need to run to the dentist. It's like pressure in my jaw. And, um, when I really get super horny and I've gone past that, it's in my, uh, lower back, my neck, um, up to the base of my skull. So yeah, that's where I feel my, I need to come signal. <laughs> so kudos to you for doing this. Um, again, would not have even lasted this long. So normally I go right into my thoughts after I read your confessions and things. This one, no, I had to go back and be a highlighter whore a couple places. <laughs> I was slutty with the highlighter aspect of my Word document. So first question, can a woman have an orgasm and feel it in her mind with potentially no outward physical reaction? Um, yeah, I believe we can. Um, I, and I think men can too. I think that goes with stimulation and with read and thoughts and um, even just hearing someone's voice or even smells. Um, I think that's why we can have food gasms, you know, when they go, ooh, you know, and it just shudders. But um, I believe I have maybe not as intense as your story is. But, but yeah, there's um, was a gentleman that reads to me, there's something very sexual uh, for me when a gentleman reads to me, uh, may it be um, Vikings. Um, and he, I know he's listening. So he knows what I'm talking about. And um, we read uh, the Clandine classics with um, Ichabod Crane. Very if you haven't done the clandestine classics, they basically take the original story, keep it there, but add some spicy uh, details to it. So if you're into reading, check those out. But there's a reason why they say if you can stimulate a woman's mind, then you can stimulate her body. So I do believe we do have some kind of mental uh, orgasm without no physical outward reaction. The second one being, can her body experience all the physical reactions of an orgasm, but yet not feel it in her mind? The The only thing I could think of that would come close to that would be a ruined orgasm, but I think you still would feel that in your mind because of disappointment. But I like where you're going with this. And if any of you other scientists, doctors, or just other exploratives out there have an experience like that, I would love to hear it because I cannot think of a time that I had the physical reaction, but yet didn't feel it in my mind. Because for me, when I have an orgasm, it is a total orgasm in some way, um, mind, body, you know, just especially my really strong ones. It seems like I'll have one really good strong one a day and then uh, multiple, not little ones, but good ones that um, just take the edge off. Um, that I'll probably be doing after this show because, well, who am I saying probably? I will be because as much as I'm not into women and I've said this before, this was really hot because of all the things you touched on and you definitely turned me on with you being this inquisitive about sex and wanting to delve a little bit more intellectually into it. That is a really big turn on, Julie. I'm going to have to admit to that. <laughs> I also have been thinking about Tantra, I would love to go 
to a Tantra retreat for a weekend or a week. So any resorts listening out there that want to bring me there, absolutely. And I will plug you. Hint, hint. (laughs) But seriously, have you have any of you out there really experienced Tantra, wanted to play with it, wanted to take your partner there or even go individually and just in a single self and explore your sexual and heighten it into a bigger way. Um, I'm very in tune with my body, but there's times that I do need to relax. And I haven't mentioned it here, but I'm going to pelvic floor therapy. And what what you ladies will probably know most women that go to pelvic floor therapy, it's to tighten our pelvic floor to, you know, to make it stronger. I'm going to relax mine. So my gynecologist has said, I'm sending you to pelvic floor therapy where they're going to stimulate your pelvic floor and massage your vaginal walls. I asked her, are you sending me to masturbation therapy? So yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm in masturbation therapy. I, (laughs) she's even, my PT lady has even recommended me a new vibrator. So I have it coming and I will be telling you about it as soon as it gets there. Anyway, (laughs) so holding, going back to your original waiting over a year, that was my first thought was if my pelvic floor is so tight and I need to orgasm and stretch and, and exercise and masturbate every day. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, I masturbate every day um, to relax my floor. So sex is pleasurable. So everything else, how did you make it over a year without your pelvic floor getting too tight? That's my question. Um, But it very well could be that I carry my stress down there. So who knows? By the way, I don't own a Sibian. I've seen them. I've heard they're wonderful. I've heard I should have one, but I don't. I, I So I can't give you any recommendations on a Sibian. If you've never seen one, they, they kind of remind me in a way of, you know, uh, when John Travolta r- r- rode the, the electric bull, the mechanical bull in Urban Cowboy, or any other, you know, roadhouse bar and grill that you've been into in the Southwest, Texas, Oklahoma, Arizona, whatever area. Yes, that's what a Sibian reminds me of is the little seat plus, but it has the added feature of a dildo. So there you go. That's what a Sibian looks like. You can look it up. S-Y-B-I-A-N. There you go. And to answer your last question, I wonder, was it an orgasm physically or just on my mind? I believe it's both. Um, It sounds like you were able to achieve that orgasm that is so draining and I, again, couldn't go as long as you could holding out edging that long. But I know when I wait for five to seven days when I have in the past, when I come with my womanizer, it drains me from my spine to the back of my skull, all the way, you know, to the base of your skull, like I said, where my pressure is. And it is a very mentally and physically draining orgasm. So the way you describe this and the way I sit there on my edge when I'm playing with my womanizer, I, it sounds like it, we're, we had the same kind of thing where you're, where you're teeter tottering on that subspace where you're just, you, everything around you is white noise and you really don't know if it's your thoughts or if it's, you know, everything around you or you're just hearing things or whatever, but you actually really 
once you teeter on that edge, it's very explosive, very white light, very just mentally, physically draining. And then you wonder, did I just, you know, you knew you physically had the orgasm or I do, but it's only way I know it's both for me is if the white noise is gone and my body is mush. So according to the way your story wrote, Julie, I do believe you had both. And kudos to you for having a wife that can take you on your knees and in control. I like that about her. Tell her I said hello. Dear Nikki, traveling back home to visit friends and family, I was able to catch up with George and Tom and enjoy a few beers. The gals were inside and we were around the fire talking old times. After several beers, George looked at me and asked, are you still enjoying guys like the old days? I'd said it had been a while, but I have not actually looked. Cool, he says. He gets up, grabs a beer, walks towards the barn. He turns around and says, come on. I get to the barn and George has his pants dropped down around his ankles. He was bigger than what I remember. I instantly went to my knees and began sucking his cock. George says to Tom, I told you he was still a cock-sucking bitch. With his cock in my mouth, I remembered the old days when we would camp overnight, and they would both stuff my mouth around his ass with their cocks. George was holding my head and forcing his cock deep in my throat, and I could feel him start to pulsate and then shoot his creamy load down my throat. Just like old times, the cock-sucking slutty bitch still has it. As I began to stand, Tom said it was his turn, and he turned me around, bent me over the tractor tire, and pulled my shorts down. He spread my cheeks and wet his fingers and his cock. He started to insert his cock into my ass. As he was sliding in, he told George, It feels like the first time all over again. Then George stuffs his cock back into my mouth, and they were ramming me at both ends. Then Tom grabs my hips, pushes deeper, and I feel his warmth spew into my ass. Then I hear the voice of one of the gals calling for us, and George dumps another load into my throat. We walk out of the barn, and the gals ask us what we were up to in the barn. I said, just reliving old times is all. We continue to talk around the fire. Gals go off to sleep, and shortly, George stands, grabs another beer, and starts to walk into the barn again. I could use a nightcap before headed to bed. Round two in the barn lasted longer and was just as great, planning another trip back and hoping to get more of the old gang back together. Michael. Well, hello, Michael. It's always nice to reconnect with old pals, old friends. Sexual connection. Ladies and gentlemen, would you, if you were connecting with old friends from high school, college, or wherever, and you had a sexual history that your partners and theirs did not know about, would you take this leap? Would you take it to the barn, the garage, the basement, or any other place while they were still in the same space, the same area, and could walk in at any moment? That's a thought, huh? Getting back with your old buddies, your friends, your fuck buddies, sex partners, whatever we're calling them here. Could you do it? Could you take that leap? For one last taste, one last lick, one last fuck, or let it grow and explore even more. And then would you eventually bring your partner in and let them enjoy the dirty side of you? Hmm. I'd really like to know. Dear Nikki, I got married at age 22 to the most amazing man in the world. David is kind, funny, successful, basically everything you look for in a mate. But who am I kidding? The man is fucking gorgeous too. 6'4", strong, beautiful blue eyes, abs that you could grate cheese on, and let's not forget his gigantic cock. Nine inches usually, 
but he's gotten that thing over 10 inches when he's really feeling good. Our sex life is amazing almost every day, usually a few times a day even. We were adventurous, fucking in risky situations and trying pretty much anything at least once. Everything was perfect. That was until we were 28. I got in a horrific car crash. It paralyzed me from the waist down, caused my libido to be non-existent. David was amazing through it all. He always supported me, helped me adapt to my new lifestyle. He was always there for me every step of the way. But through this, sex proved difficult. I basically told him he could use me any way he wanted, as long as he looped up. Because I wasn't getting wet anymore. We fucked a few times here and there, but I could tell he wasn't really enjoying it much anymore. He always got off on eating me out. So the fact I wasn't enjoying it anymore hindered his enjoyment. I'd just give him handjobs, blowjobs daily, but still felt bad that I couldn't give him that sex life anymore. He was always sweet about it, saying he loves me and that sex isn't everything, that he's happy to be with me regardless. I knew he needed to do something more. I started having open conversations with him about sex and asked if he wants to sleep with other women. He shot the idea down at first, wanting me to still be involved with our sexual endeavors. So I came up with an idea. What if we were to essentially stud my husband out? I would find a horny woman for him. I would set him up the encounter and I would be there to watch the whole time. David was receptive, but skeptical. He didn't think there was any way I'd just find a ramen woman who would want to have one time hook up with a random guy. I told him that once he lays eyes on him, almost any woman would want to jump on the opportunity. I created dating profiles for him on multiple platforms, and I just laid it out there, explaining the situation and what we were offering. I was upfront about everything and asked any prospective woman to FaceTime me so I can show them it was legitimate and decrease their concerns. I also made sure to send them any pictures they would want to see nudes or otherwise, so they would know that the, we were working with. I explained that they could have any kind of sex they want, any possessions they want to try. The only rule was no kissing. That is left for him and I. It was less than 48 hours and I had already saved our first woman lined up. In my FaceTime with her, I saw everything checked out. Her name was Ava. She was in her 30s, very pretty blonde woman. She's been striking out with men lately and just needs a good NSA fucking so she could can clear her mind a bit. She arrived at the house. David invited her in at the three of us, each a glass of wine. We made small talk for about 20 minutes. The sexual tension was thick. I suggested we move to the bedroom. We all entered the room. I'd stayed near the bed in my chair while they started undressing. There's a lot of nervous energy in the room, but man, it was hot. Avid gets naked rather quickly, and David is left in his boxers. She removes them and said, Oh my God, you were serious. Upon seeing the size of his cock, she gets on her knees and starts licking balls to the tip. She puts his balls completely in her mouth while stroking his dick. She then goes back to licking up and down like it's one of those large novelty lollipops that you get at a carnival. I couldn't help but chuckle with how she was handling his cock. Finally, she decides to go for it and tries her best to deep throat. She's got about half of it down before coughing and struggling. Ava is getting a bit frustrated. She's never dealt with anything that size before. David tells her not to worry and that he wants to focus on her. He starts going down on her and immediately she's in ecstasy. 
I couldn't help but smile, knowing all of his tongue tricks that David is working on Ava. She grabs a fist of both blankets. I could see her toes curl, her face getting flustered. She's teetering on the edge of orgasm. Just then, I feel a familiar, warm sensation rush over me and noticed a wetness between my legs. At first, I honestly thought I beat or something, but no. For the first time since the accident, I was getting turned on. About this time, Ava screams at the top of her lungs and gushes all over David's face. She asks him to fuck her, and David slowly and carefully enters his cock into her pussy. Watching my man's cock enter another woman's pussy was one of the biggest turn-ons in my life, and considering it's been over a year since I've actually been turned on, this was incredible. I hiked up my nightgown I was wearing and started rubbing my click. So many familiar feelings rushed over me. I'm now fingering myself watching my husband fuck this woman in front of me. He's now rapidly pounding her pussy. She's practically shaking at this point as she comes again. Finally, he pulls out and sprays cum all over Ava. She was drenched in his cum. As David unloads on her, a warmth flushes over me. I press in and keep fingering and had absolutely an amazing orgasm. It was my first time coming since the accident. I really never thought I'd experience an orgasm again, and all it took was watching my husband plow another woman. Ava stayed the night. The three of us cuddled up together, talking about the experience and how fulfilling it was for each of us. Since then, my libido has been back to the way it always was. My sex drive borders insatiable these days. David can't even keep up. We've gone back to our old crazy sexual adventures, but we have continued to bring some new ladies into the bedroom. David will still fuck these women while I watch, and it always drives me through the roof. I've started getting involved a bit more from time to time, sometimes licking her pussy while she sucks David, sometimes sucking him while he licks her, and even a few times sitting on her face while she gets fucked. Logistically, it's difficult to pull some of it off, but we come up with creative solutions. It's been a few years now. We've probably invited over 60 women to our bedroom, some young, some old, all of them just craving some wild sex. Ava eventually still comes back frequently about once a month and has become more of a full-fledged three ways when she comes over now. I really never thought I'd be where we were are today. I'm thankful we took a chance and tried something new. I don't know if I'd ever regain my sex drive, if not for taking a chance and watching my husband absolutely destroy Ava's pussy, to which she keeps coming back for more. Kay. Wow, Kay, this is absolutely amazing. And you are a prime example of you never know what exploring will lead to. Yes, it was done because of an accident, but you had an open mind to allow your husband to explore. And as as much as I give kudos to men that let their wives, lovers, whatever we're calling them, partners, explore, letting you him do this and look what it did for you. It opened a gateway and rebirthed, I guess we could say here, your sexual energy, your sexual prowess. Ladies and gentlemen, you never, ever, ever know where it's going to happen. You never know what it's going to lead to. It's kind of like anything in life. If you don't take that chance, the answer is always no. Kay took that chance. She did. And look what it led to. 
probably a deeper connection than what they already have. And she never imagined it could have been that deep as it is. If you don't take a chance and live it, what do you, what are you missing? You could be missing the best experience of your life. On hindsight, you could have a really bad experience, but it's still a lesson learned no matter what. Take a chance in anything in life. Live. The stories are always good from the ones that take a chance, aren't they? Even if they're a lesson in the wrong one. I think this is a wonderful place to stop for today. I want to thank you again for joining me. If you have any confessions, questions, fantasies you'd like to send, send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the confessions tab. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram with really bad dad jokes and a sexy thought of the day at D-Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, one, six, two. And don't forget, go vote for me at the ASN Lifestyle Magazine Awards for Best Lifestyle Podcast and Best Adult Industry Podcast. You can vote once a day, every 24 hours. Voting ends July 31st. And if you're feeling really adventurous, you can always come to Orlando. Say hello to me. Don't forget to check out Patron, patron.com, $5 a month, extra show, something special on Wednesday, and a new tier live streams just for patrons only and in closing did you think of me this weekend did you think of me while you stroked your cock rubbed your clit did you listen to my voice did you think of what you wanted to do with my body i know what i like for you to do even if you're a woman i'd love for you to lick my clit while he watches what do you think i'd really like to know and until next time ladies and gentlemen bye for now